Scott Beatty with you visiting with former Governor Jim Edgar, who is wrapping up his seventh year of the Institute of Government and Public Affairs Edgar Fellows Program. Uh, Governor, thank you so much for your time. What stands out to you about the seventh year of this event now that it's wrapped up? Well, good group of 40 up-and-comers in Illinois politics, and every year they're pretty good. And what I tell people, it, it kind of gives me faith in the future. Now, these folks and the other people we have, they haven't taken over yet, though many of them have moved up the political ladder, and we can already see uh, from the Edgar Fellows that uh, there has been some uh, success. And uh, what we try to stress is it's important you work together, that this is a diverse state. Whether you're a Republican or Democrat, you're from Chicago or downstate, we have a lot more in common than we do differences. And uh, we need to solve problems. And to solve problems, you have to find common ground. You have to compromise, which to some people is a dirty word. You're not going to get 100%. I think we've seen in the last few years people who try to hold out for 100%, it doesn't work. Uh, and we've seen some of the Edgar Fellows uh, already begin to be successful. I mean, the school aid formula came about because there were a lot of former Edgar Fellows involved on both sides of the aisle that were willing to compromise in the end to get something done. Uh, so that's what we're about. And, and this group, uh, very promising group. I mean, they, they've already accomplished a lot. They're very diverse. Uh, we have, it probably reflects the state population almost as close as any group you would put together. Uh, but they found out they had a lot more in common. They got along very well together. They made friends, uh, which we want them to do. So uh, it's really hard to, sometimes to reach tough decisions and make compromise if, if you don't know the person you're dealing with or if you've said nasty things about them. It's really hard to get them the, but if you know them, and you develop a, a friendship, it's much more easy to reach compromise. And so that's what this program is about. And uh, this group, I'm, I'm very optimistic they're going to have an impact just like the other groups are beginning to have. Now, we haven't completely changed the culture in Springfield uh, where Republicans and Democrats sit down and, you know, solve all the problems. But this year, if you look at what happened in Springfield, we got a bipartisan budget very easily. Uh, the year before, took a little work. You had to get a few Republicans, and some of those had been former Edgar Fellows that switched. Uh, but this, this year, compromise was much more of an acceptable thing. And so Election I, year? It, well, I think it didn't hurt. I mean, I think maybe the governor realized he better get a budget before he ran for re-election. Uh, but I think the legislature was determined they, and it came from the rank and file, which is kind of an unusual thing. Uh, so that's promising. Now, we're not out of the woods. We have some real serious financial challenges ahead. Uh, but at least we begin to see a move back to where Republicans and Democrats realize we can't get 100 percent and we got to work together. And the Republicans who are in the minority, the Democrats, I think, have understood we still need them on these tough votes. And that, I think, is encouraging. Former Governor Edgar is with us at the I-Hotel here, wrapping up the Edgar's Fellow Program for the seventh straight year. I, 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 there's much expectation that it's going to be a heated gubernatorial race here in coming November. One of the fellows is a senior advisor to the J.B. Pritzker campaign, and there's other fellows who are campaigning themselves to be in state office. What's your message to them in the midst of a campaign season where you probably have to put on some gloves? Well, I mean, campaigns are rough, and... You know, you're going to go out and try to win, but you got to remember, after the election, you got to work with a lot of these people on the other side. So, you know, 
you can disagree on issues, but you don't have to call people nasty things. I mean, again, you don't go out and call a person a crook today and then tomorrow think you're going to sit down and, and solve problems. That's, that's a huge mistake that we've seen some politicians make in this state. Uh, so we talk to issues and some solutions and, uh, you know, the solutions aren't necessarily Republican or Democrat that, you know, you're going to have to find some common ground. So hopefully, uh, actually, the candidates we had here for the most part have no opposition because we, we also recognize if you're in the middle of a campaign, you're not going to be able to take four and a half days, you know, 90 days out from the election and probably come and spend it in Champaign talking about working together. You're probably not going to be quite it. Most all the ones we had here today were... Uh, candidates who had no opposition. So we know they're going to be in. So we want to get to them early and try to get to them to realize, hey, the other side's not all bad. And, you know, there are people there that they're not that much different than you and you can work together. How much does that have to be ingrained? If they don't have opposition, their district is probably uh, uh, very one-sided. They just want to appeal to their, their, well, their that's, constituents, that's, right? That's the dilemma we have in Illinois today because of redistricting. We've and it's not unique to Illinois, it's a lot of places around the country. These districts have been made either very Republican or very Democrat. Now, when I was running for the legislature down in Charleston, we had Danville back, it was a big district. Uh, it was a swing district. So I knew I needed Democrats to vote for me and definitely needed independents. I couldn't just rely on Republicans. And I also knew that when I got in, I also had to take care of those people as well as the Republicans. And I think that makes for better government. And I think that's one of the reasons I'm supportive of a constitutional amendment to change the way we redistrict. I, the way it is now, unfortunately, the, the framers of the Constitution had good intentions when they put the tiebreaker in, because they thought no, neither one of the parties would ever take the chance. They'd lose completely. But that hasn't been true. And what we see is one party gets wins the tiebreaker, then the map reflects that party. And then you have these districts that are very Republican or very Democrat. And I think we'd be far better off if we had most of the districts were kind of maybe 52-48 versus 60-40, uh, because then I think the people elected would represent everybody, not just those people who show up in a primary, which now is the deciding factor. I, I always, people ask me, what's wrong? With, why, why can't we fix politics? I said, do you vote in primaries? If you don't vote in a primary, you're the problem, because primaries right now are who are picking our candidates. In some cases, that's the election. And if we let the extremes of the two party completely dominate the vast middle, uh, and often they don't vote in a primary, then they're, they're not going to be happy on election day. They don't like their choices. And in most cases, they don't have a choice because one party's going to win automatically. So uh, I, I would like to see that you know we, we change the way we redistrict in Illinois. And that, that's a change. I didn't ever think that would work, but I think we have to try it. And I hope that that can get on the ballot and we can come up with also districts that make sense. I mean, mm -hmm. uh, Chad Hayes was over here last night, a retiring legislator from Danville. And we were meeting here at the IHO, that's his district. There's a little line that comes over here and takes part of this area because they wanted to put uh, more Republicans in this district so the other district could be more Democrat. Well, I mean, that doesn't make any sense. There used to, have, there used to be a congressional district in uh, Springfield where one of the golf courses, you'd tee off and you'd go through three congressional districts because they were so gerrymandered around to be either Republican or Democrat. And, you know, I, as a representative, I can tell you that's crazy when you're, you're trying to figure out where your district and you got to, and for constituents, it's impossible to be sure who your legislators are. So 
compact districts, I think, are something we need to bring back into districts, as well as hopefully districts are a little more swing, so both parties have a say, and whoever's elected has to worry about both parties. Former Governor Jim Edgar, thank you for your time. Enjoyed it. Thank you.